You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. We know you would like to sit next to him in the dugout or in his office, but this is your chance to chat with the manager of the Minnesota Twins. This is the Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer. Made in Minnesota, it's how memories are created and legends are made. Now, here are the hosts of the Paul Molitor Show, Chris Atterbury and Jack Morris. Well, good morning and welcome to the Paul Molitor Show. Chris Atterbury with you. Jack Morris is with the Tigers this weekend. Paul Molitor is in our nation's capital of Washington, D.C. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. A little rainy here in the Twin Cities and hopefully weather a little better where you are. And uh, let's... It's not purple, is it? <laughs> it's... If only it were purple, though. There was a great ceremony here last night uh, at Target Field Station. Uh, just hundreds of people gathering to watch Purple Rain. And, uh, Paul, we might as well start with that. I know you spoke about it earlier this week, but, uh, uh, you know, you were just two years apart, you and Prince, growing up on opposite sides of the river, and he's a guy. And you can count him really on one hand, maybe two hands, who was truly an iconic Twin Cities figure. And I know you're a music guy as well, so certainly an impact when you heard of his passing. Well, I'm sure there's, you know, a lot more people that uh, opinions would matter more than mine. But, um, you know, just kind of sad. Uh, The emotion, I think, that's been uh, unfolded over the past few days just to consider the reality of of the loss of such a talented young man. And, um, you know, I have to admit, back in the days, uh, my early days in the major leagues, um, Purple Rain and a lot of his music was very popular amongst myself and my teammates. And, uh, I even dressed up as Prince to a team costume party once. So uh, you, you got to tell me we have pictures of that. Tell well, me you know, I, I I bet you I do somewhere. You'll have to break them out sometime. But anyways, <laughs> we're, we're uh, uh, as a team and as an organization, certainly we uh, we want to honor his memory the best way we can. I know we have some things planned for tomorrow night. Yeah, and I know that uh, last year in particular, whether it was at a team dinner or on the airplane, you never knew when. You might hear a little chorus, a little red Corvette. Some of your rookies could sing a little better than some of the others. Well, you know, Tori bringing that song into the clubhouse last year was, uh, I guess you could call it our theme song, but to see our young people uh, from spring training all the way through the season be asked to come up and just, you know, uh, sing a few of those lyrics. They had a lot of trouble doing it. They, <laughs> they certainly weren't on tune very often, and if, if they didn't do it right, Tori would make them repeat it multiple times. So, uh, it was it was a lot of fun to to have that song around and and um, you know thanks to Tori it, it made it a fun part of the season for us. Yeah, and now whenever I think of it, I think of it in a German accent or a Venezuelan accent or a Puerto Rican accent. It it sounds a little different than the way Prince sang it. Uh, moving on to the baseball, Paul, mm-hmm. you you've said from the get go, and I think a lot of people, including myself, really respect this about you. You're not much into tipping your hat at the end of a ball game, but when I look back at yesterday and you look at what Roark did. How much was him having his best stuff? How much of it was your guys having a rough day? Was it just a perfect storm of things? Because certainly 18 strikeouts uh, is just an unbelievable outlier, an anomaly in terms of what you expect going into a game like that. Well, you know, I I could have imagined a lot of scenarios for that game yesterday. I think us striking out 18 times wouldn't have been anywhere in the top 1,000. you know, Rourke, we saw him in an exhibition game. We, you know, we, we see his numbers. He's not a strikeout guy per se. Um, it was just kind of a combination. I think some of our guys got frustrated with the umpires, which I don't really like to see. That's just, you know, 
some pitches that aren't going to go your way every single day. But uh, he made pitches, and, uh, you know, we got a little bit over-aggressive. I don't think that we were up there trying to get hits. I think we had some guys trying to hit the ball nine miles. There there was a lot of things that um, kind of culminated with the fact that, you know, we, we didn't put the ball in play except for about nine outs through the whole ball game. Yeah, it was uh, remarkable. Now, lost in that because of uh, the piling up of those strikeouts was the fact that Phil Hughes threw the ball very, very well for you, and we've seen that from the get-go this year. He's been consistent. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we, we got off uh, to a 2 nothing deficit. You know, Harper kind of fought off a pitch there, uh, pushed in the right field corner for the double, and then Zimmerman delivered the ball up the middle. So, But after that, you know, he had a couple of jams. He pitched out of, uh, you know, we got length out of him. And, you know, he got a lot of, a lot of feeble swings in terms of those guys just couldn't figure out how to get that fastball in off their, ha- off, off their hands, you know. And, uh, hopefully that's a good trend for Phil. He's, he, he feels stronger. Um, he looks better out there. He looked confident, and he's been getting results, except for the fact we're not getting him any wins. Big reveal here in our first segment. Paul Molitor once dressed up as Prince for a team costume <laughs> party. We've got even more interesting stuff on the baseball side still to come. We are just getting started here on the Paul Molitor Show. We'd love to have you join us. 877-38-TWINS is the number to call. Our show brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, and we're back with more with manager Paul Molitor in a moment on your home for Twin Baseball. In the history of Minnesota baseball, there's one name that means legend, Killebrew. So when you gather together this summer, there's only one old-fashioned root beer that delivers that Hall of Fame taste to thirsty fans everywhere. That's Killebrew. Your whole family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Pick up a cold, frothy Killebrew root beer at Target Field. Then cheer on the fun. Killebrew root beer. It's how memories are created and legends are made. On the field, baseball players want to be safe. Off the field, everyone should check with the Better Business Bureau at BBB.org before making purchasing decisions. The BBB has helped consumers like you find ethical, trustworthy businesses since 1912. Remember, it's better to be safe than sorry. Mayo Clinic Sports Medicine is now located in downtown Minneapolis at Mayo Clinic Square, offering comprehensive sports medicine services for all ages and athletic abilities. Visit sportsmedicine.mayoclinic.org for more information or to schedule an appointment. Cancel cable for CenturyLink Prism TV and get tons of HD channels, whole home DVR, and a wireless set-top box. Move your TV anywhere there's power, even outside. It's so much entertainment, you might feel like a Hollywood insider. Oh, excuse me. I hate to be that guy, but I ordered water with a spritz of lemon. This tastes like a squeeze. Just don't go to Hollywood. Switch at cprismtv.com or call 855-757-MY-TV. Service may not be available in your area. Residential customers only. Restrictions, limitations, and monthly fees will apply. Contact CenturyLink for details. Every night's a good night when you live it up at Treasure Island Resort Casino. Revel in the heart-pounding excitement and thrilling entertainment as you get up close and personal with some of your favorite entertainers live in the Island Event Center, like Josh Turner on June 11th, Boston on July 22nd, and the Moody Blues on October 21st. For tickets or for the entire upcoming lineup, visit TICasino.com. Treasure Island Resort and Casino! This is the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Spending Sunday mornings with Paul Molitor on the Paul Molitor Show. If you'd like to join us, 877-388-9467. And, Paul, let's talk about uh, the state of your roster because uh, a lot of different things are up in the air. I know you, Rob, Terry, 
juggling a lot of different options with a guy like Danny Santana almost ready to return. And today's starter, Tyler Duffy, forced into action with Irvin Santana unable to go. Let's start there with Duffy, how he's been throwing the ball, and when this kind of all started to fall together with Irvin unable to go. There is a lot of things going on roster-wise. You know, on Friday here in Washington, uh, uh, Irvin went out there and uh, he threw aside and everything was good, and he was out there shagging during batting practice, and he just kind of, kind of, he felt something when he was shagging out there and pitting it over and got into a spasm situation. Uh, He's doing better uh, both yesterday and today, but, you know, that was not a situation where we wanted to force him out there and, and, and not, you know, get a few innings out of him and, and have it get potentially worse. So, you know, Duffy, we talked about our depth in spring training, and, and it's nice to know we can bring a guy up who had some success up here at the end of last year. Um, he's doing fine down there. His first start maybe a little erratic with command, but he's been getting better each time out, and uh, he's fresh, so hopefully he'll give us a good outing today. And, you know, the other things are, are that are up in flux, we have, you know, Danny Santana down in Fort Myers, and he's proven to be healthy the first two days down there. He's playing third base down there today, and, probably going to have to do something there and um, you know we're just going to have to figure out how we want to go forward whether we're going to you know stay with the pitching of at at 12 and position players at 13 or change that up or what we're going to do so we'll get through today hopefully get a win and head back home and uh, figure out what to do with that roster you know the other thing going on with the roster yesterday John Hicks was a catcher at AAA he was lost on waivers and uh, and, right. I, and I bring it up only because it's heightened by the fact that Kurt Suzuki got smoked in the face earlier this week and described his face as going numb. Is that a deal where if you were to, to lose a catcher, you just look upstairs and find out who's who would be next? Or is that something you're actively uh, being consulted about in terms of how the, the depth of your team beyond 25 men? Well, good, well you know, at, at catching is a tough gig up here, and, and we see our guys get dinged up a lot. Kurt seems to be... <laughs> That, almost a daily thing for him. Uh, you know, our depth in catching was something we were concerned about this winter. We do have uh, a couple of guys in, uh, in Stewart uh, down in A who seems to be emerging. Um, and, of course, we, uh, we, we signed Juan Centeno this winter. John Hicks had a nice spring for us uh, uh, down there in camp, and, you know, we just had to create try to create a roster space, and he got claimed, uh, I think it was by Detroit. So, uh, that was a loss there. But you know, our, our guys, Stewart and Garver down there in A and Centennial, uh, we feel like we're protected if we got any situation with our catching. Yeah, let's just hope we don't have to go into that uh, particular conversation. Uh, is the roster situation, when you lose your most versatile bench guy in Santana and your starting third baseman, that's always going to be tough. But is it exacerbated by the fact that these games are, are in the National League where a Swiss Army knife like Danny would be so critical and where one of the pillars of your offense like Trevor obviously would be a welcome addition? Well, you know, the two guys other than the Nunez that, that I had playing third base today were um, were unavailable for, you know, since the injuries. And we've had to make some changes, including putting Miguel in there yesterday, which he handled uh, very well, I might add. Um, but, you know, it, it just, it's kind of complex right now in, in trying to put the pieces together. And with these interleague games on the road in the National League cities, you do need flexibility. Guys like Danny are... are, are Certainly uh, nice options to have because you can be flexible with double switches and playing them around the field. So uh, return a little bit more back to normal tomorrow in terms of how you use your extra players. But, uh, yeah, it's just a matter of getting those guys back healthy and hopefully get them back out there and helping us contribute to get things back on track. And I know you mentioned Nunez, and he'll play third today after Sano did quite well there yesterday. Miguel's probably still smiling after playing uh, at third base yesterday well, and being challenged a couple of times. Yeah, you know, he had a lot of energy about that 
lineup card yesterday, and that was good to see. And he, and the two plays he had were both body control plays. And and to be honest with you, honest with you, that's one of the better things he does over there. He he really is aggressive to the ball when he has to charge it, and he's got the arm as long as he feels it clearly. And those were two nice plays that he made yesterday. Now today, because of the fact that uh, you know Mr. Strasburg, you know a little bit against the book you know righties have a better chance overall it's been that way for a while with him so i wanted to get nooney back in there today and so miguel will be back in right field now eduardo nunez is going to give you a professional at bat he can play all around and he's a very very valuable guy uh, on a team but when he's in the starting lineup there is a domino effect because if you were to build the type of guy you'd love to be able to tap on the shoulder in a pinch hit type situation i mean he is that guy based on the experience he has for that very unique role well, it's it's true. Uh, not only do you consider who to play in these games and who has the best chance, but you do remain cognizant of, of how you might need to uh, interchange your parts throughout the course of the game. And we're going to be a little limited about right-handed options today, but that's okay. And, uh, you know, we, we got Joe on the bench today, and, and uh, you know, that's a potential good at-bat no matter who's on the mound. So we'll just have to see how that unfolds. Yeah, that's not a padded bat to have sitting next to you either. We're going to talk more with Paul Molitor about today's matchup, about uh, Bryce Harper, and about life in uh, Washington, D.C. It's the Paul Molitor Show. Please uh, stick around. We're back with more with the Twins manager in a moment on your home for Twins baseball. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's perfect. Allison, wait. Are you texting and driving? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Feel the pull, Twins fans. That's the force of Target Field, drawing you and your friends into the diamond-shaped center of the universe, where stars like Brian Dozier and Trevor Plouffe blast baseballs to the surface of the sun, where you can get nachos in a helmet and donuts in a bucket. The theory of relativity is cool and all, but no science can explain the need to see a Twins game. It's a phenomenon, like gravity, like Joe Maurer's beard, like how the Twins are your ticket to summer. This is the news. This morning, we are saluting the 2.2 million women who have joined in the war effort. They now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. The prestigious Harvard Medical School is breaking ground today, opening its doors to new female applicants. Today, little girls all over the world look to the sky, where the first woman is now in space. Military stereotypes are challenged today with the trailblazing promotion of a U.S. female officer to four-star general. It was just announced that the vast majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. Enjoy U.S. Bank Value Pack Tuesdays at Target Field. Purchase a U.S. Bank Value Pack and receive a free Schweigert hot dog and Pepsi. Visit TwinsBaseball.com for more information.
It's the Paul Molitor Show. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. And a guy making some memories in D.C. and uh, on his way towards being a legend is Bryce Harper. He's a, a young man, still just 23, Paul. He, he's got the full package of tools. I think maybe the most astounding thing to me about Bryce Harper at 23 is he has been wearing the weight of expectation in the microscope since he was not even old enough to drive a car, and yet he appears to have lived up to all of that and then some. Your thoughts on getting a chance to see him up close and personal? Obviously, he's one of the young faces in our game that uh, is going to carry the torch forward. Um, you know, he's a fun young man to watch play the game. He plays with a lot of energy. Uh, I've heard really uh, a lot of good things about, you know, his his work ethic and, and how he doesn't like it to be about him, and he goes out there and he's trying to find a way to win games. But... He can do a lot of things on a baseball field. Uh, he put together a couple good at-bats yesterday and hit some tough pitches for doubles, and uh, we were fortunate Friday night to get him out a few times. But, uh, you know, you talk about him and Trout and some of the young crop of players, Korea down in Houston. Uh, we got a couple of them ourselves. But it, it's exciting to think about our game going forward with, type of people, with the types of people like Harper leading the way. Yeah, athletic. The game is just uh, it's moving in a very athletic direction, uh, and uh, he is certainly a big part of that. Uh, Kyle Gibson struggled the other day, and, and it, a lot of the problems happened in the first inning. This is a Nationals team that leads the league in first inning runs, and they've done it the last couple of days. What do you see from Kyle? Is it mechanical? Is he? Is it mental? Uh, different, difficult start to the year for Kyle after being so so solid throughout the spring. Well, it's uh, it's something that we've we've had conversations with since Friday night, uh, Neil and Eddie and and Kyle and myself and. Uh, you know, you kind of go back and you, and you go through how things unfold and, and where we weren't able to contain and, and, and kind of stop things before they got out of hand in a couple of those innings. And, you know, uh, that game the other night in particular in that first inning, you know, when we were, were two outs with the man on mm -hmm. first and a couple of walks and then, you know, the, the hits and the hit batsmen and not being able to put guys away 0-2. Uh, you know, I've always considered – Kyle, very trustworthy. He's a diligent worker. Uh, he's got good makeup, and I think sometimes it, he just overthinks things. He gets a little too fine, and and next thing you know, we're we're you know getting in our, get ourselves into trouble. So um, we're uh, we're working on it. Um, you know, he's still relatively young in terms of experience in the major leagues. It seemed like he's been around forever, when really it hasn't been all that long. But we were hoping that Kyle this year, uh, we still believe that he can move to the next level as far as how he contributes out of the rotation. Uh, we got to get him back on track to help our club. You're going to get Byung Ho Park back in your lineup today. Interleague play has kind of kept him out of the lineup, but he strikes me, Paul, as a guy uh, who can take those days when he's not in the lineup and still manage to get better, put the work in. Uh, he really grinds away at his, at his craft, and he's in the cleanup spot today. Well, with Joe's uh, performance and some of the matchups, uh, it just kind of has unfolded this week where uh, – Young Ho hasn't got in, in the lineup until today. Um, he was in the on-deck circle multiple times this week, but only got one at bat, and he worked a walk. You know, yesterday I was real close to hitting him for, uh, uh, I think it was uh, Rosario at one point when the tying run was at the plate. But the one thing I've seen about Park so far, uh, it's minimal at bats against lefties, but he seems to do a little bit better against righties. And, uh, you know, he's done a good job so far. I think his at-bats have consistently gotten better through spring training through the first few weeks of the season. So it's going to be nice to get back home and, and get his back in the lineup consistently. He'll be in there today cleaning up for you. Uh, John Ryan Murphy's going to catch. Byron will be in center field. And all of that against Steven Strasburg. And Strasburg is a guy 
who we certainly know can strike you out, and he is off to a very good start, as healthy as he's been in a couple of years. Well, their team overall, starting pitching, bullpen, you know, offensive players, they, they, they're, they're, they're winning games because they do a lot of things right. They find ways to win games. They, they can shut you out. They can outscore you. They can, you know, do a lot of things on the defensive end. Uh, Strasburg, you know, came up very hyped as a as a young pitcher and, and and earned his stripes for a while. He's had some injury bugs and and he now he's back. He's healthy. He's, he's uh, off to a great start. Um, he's a power guy. You know, I don't I'm not sure he's hitting the high end that he did when he was first in the big leagues, but still throws plenty hard and he's got a really really good changeup that's tough, particularly on the left hand hitters, and he mixes in that breaking ball. So it's going to be a tall order for us. You know, um, we're going to get our hitters back to try to get in the mindset of, of trying to find ways to get on base and get hits, try to get some kind of flow on the bases and give it our, give ourselves opportunities. That's Paul Molitor. It's the Paul Molitor Show. We've got one final segment for Paul uh, coming up here in a moment, so do stick around. Remember, this is the start of a big day. You'll hear Corey and Rob Antony a little bit later on with Inside Twins. We've got your pregame lineup card, and then Tyler Duffy and the Twins, Steven Strasburg and the Nationals from D.C. Take a break. Back to wrap things up with the skipper on a, in a moment on your home for Twins Baseball. Hi folks, Paul Molitor here for Continental Diamond. I've been a customer for years for one simple reason. They make you feel so comfortable. Then there's a selection of diamonds and fine jewelry that is second to none. The fantastic customer service and the great value. Okay, that's a grand slam of reasons why I encourage you to visit Continental Diamond when you're looking to make a jewelry purchase. The readers of Minnesota Bride have voted them best jeweler for six years running. That says it all. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. There's two ways to enjoy the Hall of Fame taste of Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Traditional glass bottles and six packs or by the case, or the go anywhere, chill instantly, non breakable, resealable aluminum bottles. Choose your fun and create a legendary memory today. Minnesota made Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Available at Cub Foods for your next get together. Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This is Dave St. Peter, president of the Minnesota Twins, on behalf of Minnesota Eye Consultants. Minnesota Eye is the preferred ophthalmology group of the Minnesota Twins and is a generous supporter of the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. I had my corrective eye surgery at Minnesota Eye, as have several of our players and support staff. If you have special eye care needs or wish to learn more about vision correction without glasses or contacts, contact Minnesota Eye Consultants. Go to mneye.com. For your eyes, do what the twins do and see Minnesota Eye. This game day run sponsored by Target, official fan of the fans. Judy grabs a new jersey and she's off, rounding the aisles and oh, the jersey goes flying off the hanger, straight over the head of her son Michael. Michael runs back through the racks, dodging tees and hats. Back, back, back. The jersey's headed right to the wall and he has it. What a catch. This is just what the Harris family needed. Make your game day run a Target run with Fan Central, only at Target at Target.com. 
celebrating 50 years of winning right. Pentair makes rain a home field advantage at Target Field. While our boys of summer are playing on the field, Pentair's rainwater recycle system is working under the field, capturing and filtering rainwater. The rainwater is reused to wash the lower level seats and more. And it's a hit, saving the Twins nearly 2 million gallons of water each year. Visit Pentair.com twins to learn more about other sustainable water solutions. Pentair, the official sustainable water provider of the Minnesota Twins. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Chris Atterbury back with Paul Molitor for one final segment. We'll have Jack Morris back in studio with us again next week. It's the Paul Molitor Show Twins in D.C. to tangle with the uh, Washington Nationals. Good news, Paul, is Tyler Duffy didn't need a passport to get from Rochester to Washington, D.C., so he was able to arrive uh, in time. We know he's got the great curveball. Uh, I know command was really what he was fighting a lot in spring, and as you mentioned, he's pitched better and better of late. Is that what you'll be looking for early from Tyler, uh, the fastball command? Well, I think that's critical for all our guys. Uh, <clears throat> we, but we know, you know, similarly to an Alaska, that uh, Tyler's got great breaking stuff. But when you become uh, overly predictable, uh, you know, guys have a chance of, you know, eliminating pitches and, and sitting on certain things and, uh, you know, that that can not be good. So you've you got to have a, a good mix and, and being able to lo- locate your fastball makes your breaking ball stuff that much better. And Tyler Duffy does get the start today. And uh, the hope, of course, is that Irvin Santana would be able to be up and at him and uh, right back into that rotation. Well, uh, we're hoping so. Well, the improvement we've seen is encouraging to us as far as him not having to be disabled and, and getting back in there. We, we're looking at options. We don't have an off day until next Thursday. Uh, so we're just kind of trying to line up the best that we can. Um, you know, right now we're scheduled to go uh, Malone, Alaska, and Gibson here when we get home. So uh, hopefully that stays on track. And, and whether we decide to insert uh, Urban back in there this week or wait till potentially uh, next weekend, it's a lot. A lot will depend on how he uh, improves over the next couple of days. Yeah, baseball has a way of figuring those things out for mm-hmm. itself a lot of the time. Now let's step away from the game a little bit. You are in a city that the Twins don't often go to in D.C. You got a day game yesterday. What do you, as a, a manager, after a game like to do? Are you going to walk around the city? You going to grab some dinner? You going to hole up in your room and uh, and think and replay the game in your mind? How do you spend a night like last night? Well, it's a combination. I, I think that uh, you know we're not staying right in the. Uh, area of the monuments and that were a little bit removed so last night it was just a matter of getting back and uh, a few of us going out to dinner here by the hotel and then I went back and did some work last night uh, looking at think everything from rosters to replaying the game and trying to assemble a lineup for today so and you mix in a little work on your next series too you try to stay ahead as as we got a couple of new teams coming in at home this week so I love getting out to see cities I'm a big walker I think it's great to get out and see some of the uh, beautiful cities we have across our country but last night was kind of a quiet night Uh, is it something that part of the workflow adjustment to being a manager or was that the same way when you were a coach or even as a player about kind of going back through the game in your head and always thinking ahead simultaneously well whether you're a player a coach or a manager I I I think that most people spend some time uh you know going through that day's work and and trying to plan ahead a little bit but you have to remove yourself you can't be consumed 24 7 I, I think that's unhealthy so uh, the workload is, is, is large, but we enjoy that part of it. Uh, I think preparation is a, is a good thing that you can rest on when, when your, your days are finished. If you did what you felt like you needed to do to give your team a chance. And, and uh, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of how we go about our business here when we're out there on the road or we're at home or, or however we're, where we might be. 
Great insight as always, Paul. Good luck today with the Nationals. Okay, Chris, you have a good Sunday. All right, we'll All do right. that. That's Paul Molitor, the Paul Molitor Show, brought to you by Killer Brew Root Beer, made in Minnesota, how memories are created and legends are made. We've got a lot more programming for you the rest of the day. Corey Provis and Rob Anthony, a lot to talk about roster-wise. That's coming up a little bit later on on Inside Twins. Then at high noon, we've got your pregame lineup card. Then the Twins tangle with the Nationals. Final game of this road trip, Tyler Duffy back on a big league mound. Opposite Steven Strasburg as the twin got a salvage one in our nation's capital. That'll do it for us. On behalf of Paul Molitor, Chris Atterbury saying so long from the home for Twin Baseball.